You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Hi there, welcome back to Coaches Connection Podcast. This is episode 53. My name is Anne-Marie Cross, Small Business Marketing and Mindset Coach. Do you ask the question, how can I grow my coaching practice? What are the secrets that will help me fill my practice? And what marketing should I be doing to attract new clients? Well, you are in the right place. Whether you're just starting up your coaching practice or you've been in business a while, this podcast is devoted to helping you take your results to the next level. I'll teach you the right business and marketing strategies you should have in place to communicate your meaningful message in a powerful way so you can stand out and finally grow a successful, profitable coaching practice. Let's get started. Hi there, welcome back to another show. I have another jam-packed show lined up for you today where I'll be speaking about five things you must be doing if you want to nurture your relationships with prospective clients so they eventually become clients. Now, if you're struggling to convert prospects into clients, it's probably because you're not doing one or even more of the five things that I'll be speaking about in today's show. However, before we get to the words of wisdom, just an announcement about my upcoming network and communicate with confidence workshop now if you would love to be more confident in your networking and speaking in public I encourage you to come to my one-day workshop it's called network and communicate with confidence and you'll find out more by going to www.networkwithconfidence.com.au it's a hands-on day uh, on January the 30th 2015 so it's next year and we'll be identifying your core message that is uniquely you and that will attract the attention of your ideal client We'll be creating your introduction, one that will speak directly to your ideal client and wow them so that they'll want to learn more. We'll be talking about how to deliver your introduction with confidence, even if you're speaking in front of a group of people that you've never met before. We'll also be mapping up your follow-up strategies so that you can begin to really leverage the new connections that you'll be building. And we'll even be reviewing your business cards with our business card makeover to see how your current business card reflects your signature brand and message and so much more. And uh, or you can find out more and book your ticket over at www.networkwithconfidence.com.au. Now, before I get into the tip of the week, can I ask a favor? I'm trying to get this podcast into the hands of as many coaches that I can uh, to inspire them and help them grow a successful coaching practice. And you can help me with that just by subscribing, commenting and sharing the show with your community. And you can subscribe by going over to www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP iTunes. And while you're there, rate the show and leave a comment. And of course, share the show with your friends and colleagues. I would so appreciate this as you will be helping me get this podcast into the hands of as many coaches and helping them grow their business so in turn they can help as many other people as possible. And I really do thank you for helping me spread the word about this podcast. And here's today's tip of the week. 
Now, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you'll realize that I share quite a few tips about various apps I'm using, particularly with Instagram which is an app where you can take and share photos with your online community. Now, while I am not a professional photographer, and to be honest, some of the photos that I do uh, share leave and or take and share leave a lot to be desired, but I do love to create and share those images anyway, so don't let that stop me. But I also like to include a thoughtful few paragraphs, especially if it's an inspirational image. However, one of the difficulties that I was having with Instagram is that I couldn't start a new paragraph so that every sentence just followed on from the other and it would make it very difficult to read because there was this huge, long, big one paragraph of content and I wanted to break up each of the sentences and, and paragraphs so that there were line spaces. Now that was until someone shared how they were doing it and their posts had lots of information. It was all broken up nicely into paragraphs and had special characters throughout and it made it very easy and inviting to read. And how they were doing it was like this. They were typing the information into the Note app and that's N-O-T-E, that Note app. And in the Note app, you can create paragraphs because you can you know, um, hit the return key and that takes you to the next line. So you hit return twice and that gives an extra space. And then once you'd completed it in Note, you copy and then paste the entire paragraph into Instagram. And of course in Instagram, there's a special section there where you can type your paragraph. So just then just um, select and then paste. And voila, it had all the pay paragraph breaks. It had uh, all of the special characters and all that kind of good stuff in there as well. And it was easy to read, just like it uh, read in the Notes app. Now, once I found out about this, I was so excited. I know, here I am getting excited over a piece of technology. I'm kind of like that, love, love my technology. Uh, but, you know, this means that I can write a few more sentences. I could break them up into paragraphs and it made it easier for my community to read. So go ahead and try that out. Notes, N-O-T-E-S. So that is my tip for the week. Now, do you have a tool or a resource or even a system that's really working well for you in your business and you'd like me to share that with my community of listeners? Go ahead to www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP Connect and there you'll find details on how to get in contact with me. And of course, if I feature your app or your system or tool or resource in an upcoming show, I will make sure to give you and your business a shout out. So it gives you a little bit of exposure as well on the show. So make sure when you leave all of the details about the app or resource that you leave your details as well. So your name and uh, your business name and maybe your Twitter handle too, because that's something that I share on my Twitter handle. So why not give me your Twitter handle too, so that we can all follow you back. So there you go. AmbitiousEntrepreneurNetwork.com forward slash CCP Connect. Leave all your details over there. Today's words of wisdom to help you take your coaching practice to the next level. Oh, maybe this has happened to you. You've spent countless hours, you've created your program, your service offerings, you've got promotional material that has been circulated and your sales page that's promoting your new program, it's live. And if you're really honest, you think it looks impressive because it does. You may have even spoken to a number of your contacts who you know could really benefit from participating in your program. However, despite all of your effort that you've put into creating this entire process, no one has made a purchase. 
Now, is this something that you can relate to? And if you've answered yes, you are certainly not alone. I have been there on more than one occasion and it really is deflating, isn't it? And sadly, even though you may have the best program in the world that you know can support your clients in achieving incredible results, there's just no guarantee that you'll have people flocking to your door with their credit card poised, ready to go to invest in your services. So before you develop another program or another service offering, ensure that you had the following five steps that I'm going to share with you in a moment. Make sure you have them in place to support you in transforming your prospects into raving clients. Okay, so step one, identify the level of demand for your program or your service offering. Now, this might seem very, very simple, yet despite the fact that you know that your program or your service offering would be of great benefit to your clients, have you researched the following three things? Firstly, whether your target market recognizes that they are facing these issues and that they genuinely want to overcome their struggles? Do they know that they're facing these issues? And more importantly, do they really want to overcome those struggles? Because sometimes people are quite happy to continue complaining, but they're not really ready to take action yet to help overcome their struggles. So you need to make sure that you find this out. Secondly, do you know the size of your prospective market? And thirdly, do you know whether your target market has a history of investing in the type of solutions that you offer? Now, in step two, you know, the second thing there, you may have a rather smaller prospective market than, you know, some other markets out there uh, in, in the marketplace. However, if you have recognized that you've got a hungry market, even though it's a smaller market, but it's a hungry market and they have a history of investing in the type of solutions that you offer or investing, uh, you know, in, in similar things, then you can be, you know, reasonably guarantee that they're going to step and say yes to, to your program. So before you even begin to develop your program, it's really important to identify whether there's a large enough market, whether your prospect is willing to part with their hard-earned dollars to invest in you. So you need to do further investigation because it may confirm that despite their desperate need for your support, they may have an ingrained culture that will see them continue to struggle rather than choosing to invest in your program and overcome their issues. You know, targeting a market that requires repeated convincing, that you've got to convince and convince and convince and really hold their hand and, and show them that they need to invest in your services. This is only going to lead to a decline in your energy, your sanity, and of course your hip pocket because it's going to cost you time and money to, to get them from, hey, I recognize, through to parting with their hard-earned dollar. And some of them, if, if you've recognized that they really don't invest, uh, they may realize that they need help, but they just don't invest. It's going to be a target market that I would highly recommend you reconsider. So it's important to identify that market uh, and one that has a high level of demand and a willingness to invest in your service. So really very important. That was step one. Step two is pinpointing your target market's needs, your ideal client's needs. Now, if you and I were sitting together, and we are because you're listening to me, let me ask you, 
uh, a question or, or get you to describe your target market. Now, if I asked you to do that, could you identify their demographics, their needs, what keeps them up at night and what they are hanging out for, where they're hanging out as well. And all of those other really important questions to ask. You know why? Because it is imperative to have a thorough knowledge and intimate knowledge of who you, you want to serve, of your target market. And this includes a number of these different things. The problems and issues that they are experiencing. And not only that, the words and phrases that they are using to describe their issues, the type of support or the solutions that they're typically looking for, maybe the pricing point that they're willing to or can invest in, uh, and the language and the triggers that will catch their attention and prompt them to want to learn more about your services. Now answer the above questions and you'll be able to create a thorough profile of your ideal customer so that you can accurately pinpoint your target market's needs. And this information is going to support you in creating your marketing plan, your web page, your sales and marketing copy, as well as helping you locate the best place that you can connect with and get your message out in front of them. And an example recently, or actually just a couple of weeks ago, I'm in the process of um, creating a partnership and we're in the process of creating the marketing material and all of that really good stuff. And my business partner said to me, hey, I noticed that you mentioned this this word and this key phrase, but I've always been taught by my uh, an old business coach of hers that we should be using this phrase. What do you think? Now, I said to her, there is a strategy behind why I am using this, you know, this key phrase and these key words. And that is because when I go and ha have a look on a number of different websites and, and sources that I use, I can identify that there are millions, man, many, 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 many millions more of our ideal client who is going to be looking up this key phrase and these key words rather than the keyword and phrase that this business coach told you you should be doing. And that really confirms that old saying is of tell them what they want and then give them what they need. So in other words, you need to be so clear on what your ideal client is using as far as words and phrases to describe their problem. You may have a completely different idea of how they're, you know, and on how they're positioning and what they're saying. You need to get really clear on this. So that's why we've very strategically used the keywords and phrases that we know our ideal clients are using so that we show up in the search engine so that we connect with them when they're when they're in range, you know, earshot of our introductions and of the way we present ourselves and of our signature talks, uh, of our articles online so that we'll show up in searches. So be very, very mindful to spend time on doing the research so that you can pinpoint your target market's needs. So that was step number two. Step number three, it's really important to get clear on your brand 
And I, I call that a signature brand. And I'll talk about that again and again and again. And I will continue to do that in upcoming shows as well. Because this is so important. With the increasing number of competitors in the marketplace, it's important, it's vital to the success of your business to have a clearly defined brand that showcases your expertise and the benefits that your clients can expect from working with you in order that you stand out from the crowd. Do you know what your strengths are? Do you know what makes you unique? Do you continue to present this information in your signature brand and in all your communications in an influential and powerful way? It is so important to continue to bring us, you know, to to bring that strong signature brand message, one that is memorable, one that is magnetic and one that enables you to be recognized and an expert and a leader in your field so that you can continue to attract the attention of your ideal client. You do that by getting so clear on all of the key, key elements of your signature brand. So remember that an inconsistent brand and an inconsistent brand message can cause prospects to become confused and a confused prospect will often say no. So don't set yourself up to receive a no to your offer because the message that you are sending is weak and it's incoherent. You do not want to have a weak and incoherent brand message when you are connecting with your prospective client because that is not going to support you in converting that prospect into a client. So that's step number three. Step number four is growing your list. And businesses who are thriving today will often say that one of the most important elements that has enabled them to secure their wealth and success is through building their list. And in fact, one of my mentors often states the money is in your list. So are you actively building your list? Do you have a process in place that prompts clients to hand or prospective clients to hand over their email addresses and other contact details with you? So consider offering your prospects a free report or a video or an audio series that provides a valuable content. And I refer to this as your irresistible signature giveaway. And it's something that people can access. Your ideal clients can access these resources. Uh, and to do so, they need to provide you with a minimum of their name and email address. And therefore, that adds their details to your list. And of course, step five explains how you can continue to leverage your list. But just before I move on to step five, um, let me just speak a little bit more about growing your list. It is so important that you remain in contact with this list. Don't bombard your list with sales information. Do not buy, buy, buy my product and send autoresponder emails, pushing, pushing, pushing your products onto these new people that have joined your list. Because just as quickly as they've gotten onto your list, they can unsubscribe with a very bad taste in their mouth um, from you having pushed and pushed and pushed and been far too salesy. So while you're growing your list, every name that adds to that list Treat that as a person who you can continue to build a relationship with. And these key strategies and ways that you continue to do that, which leads me into step five, build your relationships. 
So do you have a regular newsletter that enables you to remain in contact with your list of existing customer and prospects? Are you consistently being in contact and taking time not only to strengthen the relationship, but also continue to portray your knowledge and expertise by providing informative, practical tips? You should be, because remember, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. And consistent communication with your list is a fantastic way to build a solid relationship. Now, it often can take several communications before a prospect is ready to make a purchase decision. So sending a regular newsletter that provides them useful information is a great way to strengthen your relationship um, while continuing to showcase your knowledge and expertise. Now, I've heard that some coaches, what they're doing is they're just sending an email with a list to their blog post. That's all. Look, this is fantastic because the blog post is going to build credibility because hopefully your blog post is written in a way that is informative and is going to be providing practical strategies for your ideal client. But that's not enough. Your newsletter, there's key sections in your newsletter that you need to incorporate so that it continues to nurture that relationship with your community to get them from a prospect to client. Now, one example uh, of a very successful business owner entrepreneur um, was a gentleman by the name of Marcus Sheridan, and he had a fiberglass pool company. And when the market went into a decline, he knew that he had to do something drastic in order to help his company survive. However, his company not only survived once he implemented some strategies, it thrived. And he turned online, or he turned to online strategies and really started leveraging his website and his articles and the information that he was sharing on his website and he started writing articles by answering multiple answers that uh, he was giving to, to people who emailed and who rang with various questions. So what he did was he compiled a list of all of the questions that he had ever been asked by prospective clients and people who contacted his business. And for every single question, he answered it with um, you know, information and each of those questions that he answered became a separate blog post. And eventually he had so many informative articles on his website, uh, not only about fiberglass pools, but about how to maintain your pool, the pros and cons of owning a fiberglass pool in comparison to a concrete pool, any and all information that a prospective client or someone in the market for a pool or that even had a pool would be interested in, he wrote about on his website. And it wasn't long before he soon became known as the go-to person for anything to do with fiberglass pools or pools for that matter. So what his company did was obviously give away other things, get people on their list and so forth. So there was this whole step-by-step -step process that he followed. But what his company was then able to do was analyze the visits that people were making to the website and how many articles they read or were reading and how long it took for them to read the article, get on their newsletter list to ringing up to inquire through to buying a pool. And his company recognized that if the person read 30 articles at a minimum from his website and, and you know, through the newsletter as well, the closing rate for them buying a pool was around 80 percent, 
80%. Now, considering that the industry rate was a meagre 10%, this was a huge success for the company. A great success story where a business was building relationships with people that came to their website and the deeper the relationships and obviously the no like and trust factors were being built, the more likely a sale would be made. So there you have it, five things that you need to have in place if you want to turn a prospect into a client. Let's recap them. Firstly, identify the level of demand for your program and service offering. Secondly, pinpoint your target market's needs. Get really clear on all of the things I mentioned in that point. Step three, get clear on your brand, your signature brand. Step four, grow your list. And step five, build relationships with the people on your list. So are you adopting all five steps in your business to support you in transforming your prospects into clients, especially step one and two, and that is identifying the level of demand for your program, brand or service offering, and of course, pinpointing your target market's needs. And if there is a level of demand that is going to sustain business growth, you need to do those two steps before you even begin to develop your program or service offerings. Now, if you've answered yes, congratulations, you've got a really great business idea. But if not, hmm, then you need to identify which step are you going to work on within your business today to turn that around so that you can start to really start nurturing and building a deeper relationship with your prospect so that they will eventually become your client. Today's inspirational message, don't start your day with the broken pieces of yesterday. Every morning we wake up is the first day of the rest of our lives. Not sure who wrote this. I love this. Sometimes we can have days where we wished we didn't get out of bed, right? Or something happened that we wish we could just erase. Take that right out of my memory banks. It never, ever happened. However, whatever it was that was a disappointment, the next day you get to start over afresh. And by bringing that disappointment with you into the next day and dwelling on it, you know how we, we can do, and she said this, and he said that, and I said this, or this happened, and we just took, think about it and think about it and dwell on it so much so that it can ruin the next day, can't it? And it can ruin the next day and the day after that which really is such a shame. Yes, it can be difficult. However, you have the ultimate choice about how much attention you are going to give that disappointment and whether you're going to let it negatively impact you the next day or not. Remember, every single day, every single day, uh, and every morning that you wake up is the first day of the rest of your life. Now go out and live it. <laughs> now, if this was an episode that you really enjoyed and got value from, and I hope it was, I want to encourage you to head over to iTunes. If you haven't already subscribed, www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com 
patreon.com forward slash ccp itunes and uh, if you have already subscribed but you haven't already gone over and left a comment or a rating can you please go over and do this right now after the show's finished i'd so appreciate it because you know what happens when you do that when you subscribe you make a comment you leave a rating it makes a huge difference and really helps me get my message out in front of as many other coaching practices as possible and you can play an incredibly important role in helping me by just rating and commenting and sharing the show with your friends and colleagues now if you have a question that you would like me to answer in an upcoming show, head on over to www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP Connect. All of the ways that you can get in contact me are listed there. But if you happen to leave a message, leave your name, your business name and your question. And I look forward to uh, answering that in an upcoming show for you. Now, this brings me to the end of another show till next week. Have a fantastic week, won't you? It's up to you. You can make it into a fantastic week. But for now, I will say goodbye. This is Anne-Marie.